Larry Holder covers LSU and the Saints for the Athletic. Larry, how are you, man? Good, Christian. How are you, bud? Good. Um, well, let's start with this one. It's all going to be about the rebound, right, uh, Larry? I mean, this is, can they come off a, a loss to Alabama? And under Coach O, they've never lost a game after losing a game. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the backdrop here. Uh, look, LSU, uh, lots of expectation on their part, thinking that they were going to be able to go in the Tiger Stadium, possibly upend Alabama. And, of course, uh, that couldn't have been further from what had happened. Uh, they were certainly dominated up front both sides of the ball. But you go into this matchup, and at least the backdrop, if you're looking silver lining for sure for LSU, uh, Ed Ogeron has always – uh, gotten his team over uh, a little bit of a disappointment, and they've been able to go win games. And I feel like even let's even just look at this year, not even after a loss, we've seen him be able to do that after big wins. So I think that's, uh, say, uh, when they rebounded after uh, beating Georgia, they were able to get the job done against Mississippi State. So I think that's kind of a kudos to Ed Ogeron and his staff as well. But, yeah, you go up to Arkansas, everybody – in that practice facility this week, understands that they're a better football team, understands that everyone expects them to win and win significantly even after what happened against Alabama. So I'm curious to see, though, like we're talking 18 to 22, 23-year-old uh, players here. So you, you never know kind of what just happens. And, of course, it's not like they're going to go play in a sauna. It's going to be brisk in Fayetteville. <laughs> so I'm curious to see how they handle all this. It's brisk down here in South Louisiana, that's for sure. Uh, so you know it's going to be a lot cooler up there in Fayetteville. And, Larry, at number seven, after the loss to uh, Alabama, they slipped to number seven. If they went out and win ten games, could you see the selection committee, if some things happen in Notre Dame and, and if some things happen in front of them, could you see the committee with this resume putting them in the, in the college football playoffs with, two, with just two losses? I feel like several things need to happen, but it's – We've seen LSU be fortunate in the past in the BCS system where things happen and they're able to slip in there. But, I mean, it's going to take Michigan losing. It's going to take Notre Dame certainly losing. And it's uh, two losses. We have we seen that happen? Sure. I mean, look, LSU won a national championship with two losses. I mean, it's happened before, not even just in a Final Four, but in a Final Two scenario. So I, I think it just goes to show you how much the committee values Alabama, the fact that LSU only dropped from three to seven, and they're above plenty of one-loss teams. Uh, and, you know, it's something that uh, you have to, at least if you're an LSU fan, recognize if you're disappointed, oh, my gosh, well, they lost Alabama again, they have two losses. you got to recognize that uh, LSU's played a great resume, uh, they've beaten plenty of teams. Heck, they beat Georgia, and now they're above them. In, in these, they spanked uh, Georgia. Rankings. They didn't just beat them. They spanked them, Larry. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they. I mean, they, they definitely uh, beat them up badly in Tiger Stadium. And so it's. Uh, I think that's kind of one feather in their cap if they get there. But I'm, I just feel like, say, if there's still a one-loss team lurking, say like West Virginia is still a one-loss team, I think they're going to jump LSU, uh, you know, maybe like a Washington state, if they make that run, I still think, and if they win their conference and all this, I think in the end, they're going to get jumped. So you're going to need lots of help for LSU. But that being said, uh, they can certainly go to a major bowl game. 
I mean, the Sugar Bowl is not out of the realm of possibility. The Fiesta Bowl is not out of the realm of possibility. And uh, I think if you're an LSU fan uh, and you look at yourself realistically in the mirror, you got to say this is a very, very, very good season that we didn't see coming. If they can get to one a bowl like that, or even just a new, just you know a New Year's Six bowl, I think it would be a, a very good season. Our Blue Runner Foods opinion poll online for you at www.com. Which are, win are you more confident in, LSU over Arkansas or Saints over the Bengals? Cast your vote online at www.com or call us at 504-260-1870, text 870-870. Larry Holder of The Athletic covers the Saints and the LSU Tigers for The Athletic, at Larry Holder on Twitter. And, Larry, are you up there in Cincinnati right now? I am here, yes. I am in Cincinnati. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, – it's a little chilly up here, too. <laughs> I would imagine so. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, and uh, I'll just do my on-air vote on the poll, and I'll say uh, I, I'm i thinking LSU-Arkansas is an easier win than Saints-Bengals, even though I, I feel like both teams are going to win. But if you want to go on, the, on, on y'all's website and do a little click and, like, make a I'll little Larry it. Holder and just make a click, that's my vote. All right, I'll do that. I'm doing that right now. A little click, little click for Larry, a little click. From right uh, JoJo the monkey boy, your boy, your <laughs> alias. We want to tell that story, huh? Yeah, so, all right, I'll do it. So when um, when Larry was working for his previous employer, um, he – You can't he, mention the name. You can mention the name. Give me Nola. a break. NOLA.com. NOLA.com. Right. you can do it. <laughs> anyway, so uh, when Larry was working at NOLA.com covering the Saints, we'd all be in the Saints uh, media room, and mm-hmm. he, that's when that's when the, the, the chats were so popular, and it was all digital. It wasn't the video chats that we do now. That is the the wave of the media now. So I used to get in there and hijack. Uh, this was so, so 2012. So 2012. Oh yeah, yeah. No, this was. I think this was like 10 and 11. I I don't. Anyway, so I used to get hey, in there. Whatever. This is when Brian Alley Walsh was with you, um, and hmm. I used to pose questions that were just off the wall questions from, from uh, a, an alias called JoJo the Monkey Boy, and I have no idea why I chose that handle, but I just did. It was uh, it was fun. It was always entertaining. You you learned to kind of just. Uh, dismiss it pretty quickly, but Brian Alley Walsh sometimes would 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 entertain it and be like, "Gosh, this JoJo the Monkey guy is really getting on my nerves." He would say it right there in the in the, in the uh, media room. It was funny. Oh well, that's like other people, like uh, our good buddy who used to work at WWL TV, uh, Bradley Hanwerger, would go in and start dropping algebraic equations in the uh, in the <laughs> chat stream, and I'm like, "I'm not, I'm not having any of this." I, I ditched algebra in high school. I'm out of this, but. Uh, <laughs> so, oh boy, Christian, you and me can go on off a tangent, can't we? Yeah, I know. Yeah, we can. Let's get back on track here. LSU and Arkansas. We talked about the rebound. Could they end up pulling up in the, uh, you know, going to the college football playoffs with two losses? If they win out, though, Larry, that would be three straight wins. Ten, I mean, three consecutive wins in a row. Ten for the season, far exceeding everybody's expectations surrounding this team. And I think you could make the argument that Coach O would be the college football coach of the year. Uh, it depends on who else kind of sneaks in there. Uh, you know, like, I mean, it, let's say Brian Kelly and, and Jim Harbaugh get their teams up there. I think Brian Kelly would be a candidate. I don't know. Uh, but, but look, I, I certainly think – The point he, being is that he's overachieving the, the, the expectations for his team, clearly. He was projected right, to win seven right. games this year. Right, exactly. And, uh, yeah, and I think it's uh, – and it's one of the reasons why I really liked Joe Burrow. He said on Monday that, you know, they could go 10-2, and two, and he just looked at everyone in the room and said, no, no one in this room would have expected us to go 10-2. and two. And he's absolutely right. I mean, no one 
because no chance anyone would, would have thought that. And beating teams like at Auburn, uh, Miami, beating up Georgia, you know, it, it's no one, no way anyone would have thought that. So, look, you got to give Ogeron credit, and yet he's still got to get better. I mean, the program's got to get better. You know, the expectation isn't even 10-2 and is great, but – LSU has built a, a, an expectation, uh, thanks to Nick Saban, <laughs> for, to win national championships. And so now that's who they're competing with. And so uh, they know that uh, uh, that they've got to get better. And I still think it's it's pretty telling, and you can kind of see it from two angles when after the game last week. And it's it, it kind of opened my eyes quickly as soon as he said how he, he, he called out the offensive line and defensive line, said they got to get better recruits. So – that's a double-edged sword. One, we all know it's true and it's honesty. But two, you kind of throwing players under the bus, and what do recruits think? Oh, am I going to get thrown under the bus? So, it's a it's a dicey uh, sword there. But I do think that if they go ten and two, uh, if anyone has any problem with Ed Ogeron, uh, they gotta they gotta uh, think a little deeper because they're fooling themselves. Because that would be a, a really good season. It's Tiger tailgating here on LSU Saturday. Tigers taking on Arkansas in Fayetteville. Larry Holder's our guest at Larry Holder on Twitter, covering the LSU Tigers and the New Orleans Saints for the Athletic. We'll continue here on WWLAMFM.com. Larry, how you like that? We're beaming back, man. Uh, we're like Star Trek, you know. Larry Holder hmm, on the Athletic. Star Star Trek. I'm uh, I'm more of a Star Wars type of guy. Not a that's Star why Trek. I like you. Yeah, that's why I like you. I'm a Star Wars guy myself. <laughs> Larry Holder of The Athletic covers LSU and the Saints. And shifting gears quickly, Larry, Des Bryant tears his uh, Achilles heel, or Achilles tendon, I should say. He's on injured reserve. A a quick 24-hour stint pretty much with the Saints. I'm wondering, and I think this will be, uh, we'll have to see this as as history uh, moves on, which fans have a Des Bryant jersey? It will be one of the most obscure jerseys in the history of the saints and uh someone uh admitted it on twitter that he had one and i said wear it till it shreds because i'd be proud of it just to have it but no it's uh, you know but in all seriousness it's it's unbelievable uh that this were to happen second day of practice uh like some expectations were there with him but still the element of unknown how he's gonna fit in so uh hey it's it's almost like you could be bummed, and yet, oh, by the way, the Saints are back at square one. They've won seven in a row and have one of the best offenses in the NFL. It, it never had to happen with Des Bryant. So it, uh, do I think that they go out and address wide receiver again? I think they should. I think they will. Uh, to me, and I, look, this is just me talking, I, I think Brandon Marshall makes a lot of sense. They worked him out as part of that group. Uh, same sort of uh, – veteran uh, and same sort of kind of build uh, maybe as a, as a Des Bryant. And so, but I'm curious to see uh, where they go from there. If they, if they don't go in that direction, but uh, it, just a weird wacky week. And, and Christian, I, you probably agree. I thought this week would be an say in our eyes, media business working wise, this would have been a pretty hung ho week, you know, nothing too crazy. And uh-huh. then this has just been like a wild, crazy week that I, I, I came out of nowhere yeah i mean when you consider coming off of what we were talking about last week leading up to lsu alabama saints and rams and then you know we, we saw the results and then you know you're playing the Bengals for the saints that isn't a 
you know, you play them every four years, so it's not a huge uh, rivalry at all for the Saints. And yeah, and, and what figured to be a bit of a yeah, blah kind of kind of week turned into holy cow. <laughs> Look at the news that's coming out. Des Bryant signs the next day. He tears his Achilles. So it was, it was certainly a wild week. And um, what do you think of typical Sean Payton on on uh, you know on Friday um, at his press conference? I don't think he mentioned one iota of a word about Des Bryant. Uh, and then all of a sudden starts breaking about four thirty five o'clock yesterday that he did indeed, did indeed uh, tear his Achilles tendon. Shifting gears back to the LSU Tigers, uh, you, you mentioned Joe Burrow, and in particular the the defensive lines and offensive lines for LSU. And against Arkansas, this is a team that, yeah, yeah they hung 30 points on, on Alabama, but this is a team that is still trying to find their way. There's no reason why LSU should struggle against this team. There's no reason why, and yet, look, like I said uh, in, in our previous segment, this is a different team. You know, we could talk about how Ed Ogeron rallies the team after a loss, uh, and uh, he's undefeated as an LSU coach after a loss, but this is a different team. And, you know, you mentioned Joe Burrow, and, again, I appreciate his honesty. He said, look, last week in the fourth quarter, they were down because they knew basically it was over. Now, can they overcome that? I think – uh, that they understand, even Rashard Lawrence was saying this after the game too, they understand that they can go to a big-time bowl game. And honestly, if they win out, they can go, say, play a Rashard Lawrence, who this could, if he goes in the NFL draft, this could be the best bowl game he plays in. So I think there's a lot of kids on that team who understand that. And not everyone wins a national championship. I mean, that's just the nature of college football. So you get to the biggest, best place you can, and I think uh, that they're striving to do that. So, like, but you know, it's it's going to be cold in Fayetteville. It's cold, and so how can they respond to that? Uh, and yet, you and me can look at it uh, without any kind of uh, bias, which we wouldn't even have anyway. But LSU's better than Arkansas, basically everywhere. So it would be a big upset. Even though it's at Fayetteville, if if Elsher were to fall, I, I think then you're going to be starting. Oh, all right, maybe we have a little some questions. So, even though you feel like Elsher's a big favorite, it's still something to watch to see. All right, how does this team handle itself? And because a lot of these players that are on Elsher's team right now, they're certainly going to be not back next year. Larry, in about sixty seconds, um, shifting gears back to the Saints. Do you feel like? This game is the proverbial trap game, or you think that this team is different because of how hyper-focused they've been and how they've been able to manage things and also the leadership? I'd call it a trap game if the Bengals were 0-8, but they're 5-3. and And even though Carolina lost, they know they've got – they're not just looking at Carolina, they're looking at the Rams now. They, they've got to uh, keep tabs with them and, and stay above them if they want home field. So I don't think this is a trap game at all. I don't think any game this year – the rest of the way, even with Tampa, since they lost to them, their schedule, they've got some tough tests. And so I don't think there's any such thing as a trap game. And, oh, by the way, last year we saw plenty of potential trap games. Didn't happen. This team is even more prepared for that this year. Larry Holder covers the Saints and LSU Tigers for the Athletic at Larry Holder on Twitter. Larry, go get yourself some, some chili up there in Cincinnati, man, and go enjoy the game tomorrow. We're coming back for Jojo the Monkey Boy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.